This is Table Talk 11.5 from the boys at Late Afternoon Gaming. We've got the Ombudsman Report up first, followed by some bullshit. That's pretty much it. Enjoy. Here's some Table Talk coming at you. Ombudsman Report. I had made fun of Jack a long time ago for his wet mouth noises. Uh, You know, he's probably drinking something or eating something or whatever. Last session... I had the wettest wet mouth noises <laughs> at the beginning of Table Talk. Here's the issue with uh, wet mouth noises. Most people don't notice them until you point them out. So I don't know why you keep bringing it up. Well, because I notice them because I, I listen to all of our stuff in isolation as I edit it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so it, it every little weird thing becomes very obvious to me, whereas you're correct, it might not be uh, noticeable otherwise. <laughs> so that just made me laugh. Uh, that sound effect that we were talking about last time, the... Uh, Oh, the shirtless the, the, man, like oddly noise. descriptive one. Yeah, yeah. So I, if I don't know if you guys listen to that table talk, I did play it, but I kind of misinterpreted what that meant. Uh, I thought it was like a sexual thing, but the six pack was beer, uh, and the the dirty undershirt in the title was indicating, like, I don't know, being like a trashy person or something like that. Yeah, that's a much so, different mental image. Yes. So and when none I of on us that went tag, there, by the way. Yeah. No, none of us. None of us <laughs> at all. So something we about us. Yeah, super sexy. So, because all of the... There were like seven sound effects associated with that tag, and they were all labeled like beer drink one or something like that. Beer drink two. So that's what that was. Mm, Okay. That makes way more sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the session itself, I thought it was funny that once again, (laughs) uh, Duncan told us uh, after I was... Or as I was leaving the Baron's house, he's like, oh, hey, you uh, you definitely heard some, you know, some noises coming from the attic. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check that out later. (laughs) <laughs> so I think we've heard that noise like multiple times apart from just uh what's his name being in there? I think it's four uh, four times. So yeah, it's a lot anyway. <laughs> and it was another opportunity for us to finally figure out perhaps our last opportunity to figure out what that was all about. And again, we just passed it by, uh, which I thought was funny. Uh I thought it was kind of an interesting question near the end when uh we were trying to or uh, Zerkak, Nerf's character, was trying to get the chest that was in the lake, and a question came up, um, you know, hey, is this running water? And, no, that wasn't running water, it's a, a pretty still lake. But my question is, what, what, uh, what's the threshold for what is considered running water? Uh, is it, you know, because I think, you know, if it's 20 miles an hour water, yeah, it probably is. If it's zero miles per hour water, yeah, it's probably not. But what is the threshold? Right, and this, this is kind of the physical, maybe philosophical kind of inquiry that I want this campaign uh, to, to get into. You know, because if the vampires want to learn what what's the threshold, um, I, I think at the rate we're moving, I think not. we couldn't just make one session out of that. We could have probably several months worth of sessions. Where, yeah, right, we're water. building all these contraptions <laughs> that very, very carefully adjust the speed of water, you know, right, like right. dipping our toe in. I, I think that would that would actually in his backpack and a pitot tube, and he's ready to go. And I, I've always heard it pitot. Oh, really? Pitot. Pitot is how we is how it was taught to us. Yeah. Whatever. Well, pitot. We'll just call it a pitot tube. Um, Public school strikes again. Yeah, we'll call yeah, it no, a pitot. Well, um, yeah. So southern education. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think at the at the pace you guys have been accomplishing things throughout the session, where we've we've slowed to the point that you you actually almost take more time at the table. Like the time at the table is longer than the in game time at this point. 
Right, yeah, we're taking every second in-game takes a minute, and that's not even in combat. Right, which is a, a, an insane inversion of the way that this normally works. That, yeah, I, I think the only thing keeping you from developing a hypothesis about this and testing it is that there's no NPC for you to fuck over really hard. Um, so maybe, not yet. Maybe if I made some kind of, you know, like, Greek philosopher... Um, naturalist kind of person for you to interact with that would uh, help you out with this that you could later you know ruin their life or kill them or something like that and maybe you would go down this road that could be the mad mage of Mount Baratok where like he's considered mad because he, right. he's so focused on what the platonic ideal of running water is he's actually he's been he's he's a mad measuring the specific gravity of water at different temperatures right yeah. um, Ooh, that's an important question yeah yeah, he's uh, he's interested in um, you know changing phases and and using that to quantify the amounts of arcane energy that he funnels into his spells. Yeah, as we approach his lair, we see all these different phase diagrams <laughs> like etched into the mountain. Right, like, uh-oh. he has a giant <laughs> crazy Molière table, uh, a Molière diagram. Yeah, diagram. Yeah, how right, fucking dare you? Oh He's like, God. the impulse. I cast a fireball at the lake and it, it crossed the, it, you know, pro- provided enough latent heat of fusion. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> and you kill him. I think you, I think you mean vaporization. <laughs> yeah, of course. It would be fusion the other way. How embarrassing. Yeah. All right. And with that, let's move on. Um, at the end. You guys want to roll up some engineer up? characters right now? <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah, we're um, all artificers now. Uh, at the end, when Shrod was giving us our next mission, he uh, he told us, hey, there's a hill far to the west. I can't believe we didn't pick up on the fact that he was sending us to hills far. Um, right. <laughs> this, of course. This is all the Adventures League in this. It's all one cinematic universe. And he just uh, he just hinted at a crossover. The fans went nuts and we missed it. Yeah. Adventures League Cinematic Universe. ALCU is almost <laughs> ACLU. <laughs> yeah, players have no rights in the Adventures League. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so thank God for the ALCU. Yeah. They'll help us out. Um, that was it for uh, Ombudsman Report. Shoot me. For the you say, uh, podcast you? statistics. What's that? Sound like you said shoot you, but I think you said excuse you. I said excuse me. Uh, or maybe I did say shoot me, you know, a little Freudian slip. It's been a week. Uh, so some podcast statistics. We are up to 365 all-time downloads. Uh, so we're, that's like a, a 30-something-ish increase since last week. That's pretty good. And Downtime Shackles of Blood is now in the lead for most listened to episodes, surpassing Session 1. Good. Maybe because I've listened to it about a dozen times. <laughs> yeah, that, I've listened that to it be. a couple of times, too. It never gets mm-hmm. old. Or at least it hasn't gotten says, old yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we haven't gotten, uh, or we've gotten 12 unique listeners last seven days, allegedly, mm. which does account for more than the people that are sitting in this Discord wow. lobby. So, even considering that some of us might have multiple devices. So, um, um, on on the podcast stats topic, uh, this session I'm going to start putting out more COVID misinformation. Um, oh, that way we get kicked off Spotify. No, no, because we won't get kicked off Spotify. Uh, I don't I think am we have trying quite to take the advantage that Joe Rogan has. Right, I, I'm trying to ride this wave 
Uh, yeah, that was actually that that was my first tabletop talk topic was uh, should we leave Spotify uh, over this Rogan issue? Well, I mean, we so we could follow all these artists that I've never heard of off of Spotify. I think we should threaten to produce more content for Spotify. <laughs> now that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, well, like, oh, yeah, shit. but we we won't do that. Uh, no, we're you know. I, I see us as the, the tortoise of content creation. We will slowly, steadily produce about, you know, three and a half episodes a month on average. And uh, in a few years, we'll have a really solid uh, library for new listeners to discover. Because what, what's going to end up happening is, right, if we're going to be doing this for a year or two years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And a decade, you know, a century, a very long time, anyway. And a half dozen, uh, you know, pumping out a half dozen, ten days, um, maybe several half dozen, ten days. Um, so we're going to be doing it for a while. We're going to have a big library by the time, like, you know, it's going to be like the game grumps notice us or something. You know what I mean? Like some some streamer group or YouTuber or whatever is going to be like. Oh yeah, late afternoon gaming. I, I listen to one of their podcasts. Kind of funny. And then we just get this gigantic burst <laughs> of mm-hmm. people coming over, uh, and then you know, ten percent of them stick around, and we've I- I- increased our uh, our audience, you know, a hundredfold or something like that. It's back to the, the Joe Rogan experience. You know, we we need that Rogan bump. One of us needs to go on right exactly the Joe Rogan experience and plug and. Uh, yeah, and catapult us up to the top where we belong and where I imagine we would stick. Yeah, we'd probably be like jockeying with him for number one on Spotify. Right, because I, I see us as being, I, I, I think of myself as the Joe Rogan of D&D. <laughs> yeah, uh, people say that a lot on the subreddit. Right, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know all the rules. Um, I, I play regularly and I play with interesting people and that's really mostly what you can give me credit for. Um, and then there's, you know, there's just some kind of magic there. Um, I say offensive things. I have, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it, I think this fits. You can follow it pretty far down. I'm also, yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. In my 50s, I'm on TRT. Uh, I look a lot like Joe Rogan, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, isn't he like 5'5? Five five? Well, actually. I have I have big news for for everybody. Are um, you on HGH uh, as well? By the way, because that's that's you got to complete the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I don't need to be, and I'll explain that. Um, oh, okay. So, I uh, I went to the doctor the other day. Nothing, um, you know, it was routine. I don't want anyone to worry. Uh, but uh, they measured me, of course, because you know they had to make sure. I guess that you haven't changed size. Um, and uh-huh. uh, they measured me, and, and that I, I wasn't paying attention because I already know how tall I am. Um, I've resigned myself to you know it, living it, out the rest of my life as a, a, a dwarf. Um, it hasn't changed much in the last like twenty years or so. Yeah, I really stopped paying attention to those measurements, you know, after I turned like seventeen. Um, so anyway, the the doc says, okay, so I see here that you're uh, five foot seven. Does that sound right? And my, I go, oh, uh, yes, it, yes. Your voice, your voice deepened enough. <laughs> yeah, like, my voice deepened. I said, yes, I am five foot seven. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, big news. Uh, it turns out uh, I'm five foot seven, which I think puts me within a standard deviation of average, which means I am average height. No, 
A standard uh, deviation yeah. of acceptability, I think you mean. <laughs> right? So I, I <laughs> they put you outside of one standard deviation of acceptability, <laughs> but within one standard deviation of the average, right? Which and, makes and, you average, which means I'm average, right? So I, I went from, um, from scum. You know, yeah, just from not not. I mean, so so short as to be invisible. You know, I'm not even ugly. I just don't even exist as a, a you know a sexual object. Um, to now being. Just a regular guy, uh, and I, I have had sex uh, a half dozen times a day since that appointment with different. Women. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. See, I was going to yeah. say now that people aren't uh, turning you down for your height, they can turn you down for your personality instead. But right, which is it, like it's a set of that. challenges. But yeah. you know, hey, I got through the height thing, and now I'll power through the personality. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, just one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. Because if my memory serves, the average height for American men. Is like about five nine and a half, and I think standard deviation is just under three inches. So really, you being five seven now, you're no different than someone who's just short of six foot. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, we're now. Um, I'm in that pool. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the. I'm, I'm, I'm in the really deep end where I couldn't touch before. <laughs> right. So yeah, I would it, almost think a, that that was a bad thing because now you're you're competing against normal people instead of being able to call yourself like a short king and kind of own that you know <laughs> right it's it's like you yeah it's it's like being being like the heaviest middleweight guy versus the lightest heavyweight guy it is that, that's probably of... a better uh, more appropriate <laughs> analogy <laughs> uh it does put me in the unfortunate situation of you know i've, I've been able to kind of throw my peanuts uh from the gallery oh, i thought that was going because... somewhere else um, no, I don't, I don't even know what you're referring to, but I, uh, you know, up until now, I, I've been able to basically sit it out and just say like, well, you know, I never had a shot anyway. And now I'm, I'm, you know, incredibly underdeveloped. Um, but I'm in the game competing against people who've been playing for a much longer time. Um, and it's, it's hard, you know, and it doesn't help that, you know, j- just cause I'm now an average height, nearly six feet tall, uh, <laughs> you know, I still, I still have. I mean, you're closer to six foot than zero foot. I, I'll agree with that. Right, and and frankly, there's no telling what we're gonna find out next time I go to the doctor. I might be, I might be seven feet tall by then. Uh, but <laughs> true, I, you know, I, I still have the, the the confidence and and frankly the the penis length and girth of a shorter man. Oh, that didn't change with your height? No. I, or, I, I mean, you, you, you didn't check your pants and find a coat? Well, no. What, so, what he doesn't know is that when they were measuring his height, they messed up and they accidentally found out that he had a, a five foot, seven inch dick. Oh. Uh, well, he's mm-hmm. one of those taller laying down kind of Yeah, guys. which I am too, but it's because of my stomach. I'm already pushing. Yeah, you know, obviously, when I, when I measure my genitalia, I use a set of calibrated calipers. Um,. But they are, you know, I, I selected them for their for their poor calibration because I assume all the error I can because I <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of so, yeah, similar it's got a confidence interval of plus or minus one inch. You got to take that plus, <laughs> right? And and so uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you got to optimize where you can and uh, and even where you can't. In my case, uh, sure. Now that makes sense. <laughs> uh, how much of a, this do you want me to keep in? <laughs> oh. I, I, you know what? I don't care. Great. All right. I'm keeping it all in. Good. <laughs> I, I, I might bleep my <laughs> comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, go, go ahead and protect yourself. 
<laughs> you know what though? The, the amount of stuff that makes it into these podcasts where we go, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'll cut that out later. Uh, and then it never does. And then it never does. Yeah, I mean, really, the only things I, I, I usually cut out are things that, uh, and I was talking to Jack about this last time because I, I cut out his uh, Haitian Creole comment. <laughs> I cut things out that, you know, by themselves are funny, but cutting them out and making it seem worse is funnier. <laughs> um, okay. I do think I, that we should start calling people waterheads as part of this campaign. Yeah, you I cut that part out because I think there was some bad audio quality or something. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> um, but but because uh, it was funny. Um, but yeah, the other stuff I cut out. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm pr- terribly consistent with what I do and don't cut out. He's a fickle. <laughs> yeah, He's a fickle producer. <laughs> it just depends on the day, you know. <laughs> I don't like food anymore. <laughs> even more whiny um before we forget do we want to do inspiration uh i recommend we wait until after we forget (laughs) you know that's smart (laughs) man these unorthodox tactics yeah i know what my answer would be oh oh, just in case the listeners are wondering um nerf is here he's going to play in the session however uh in his never-ending campaign to sabotage me and my readiness (laughs) I'm i'm all about readiness uh, he issued a series of, um, he's doing some kind of server updates. He's like a Java pop-up. Um, <laughs> and it, it no. you know, it seems the same every time you, every time you use it, but boy, do you have to update it a lot. And, um, anyway, you think we could roll the server I, to like I think, I think what Duncan or... means is as I was on my way to happily grab a beer and join the game, he was like, oh, by the way, I need you to make these maps for the game to... Right. So it's a, <laughs> nice. I, I have a, a slightly different recollection of that, and it was a, as as Nerf uh, went to grab one of my beers, uh, he sat down and said, "Oh, yeah. Are you gonna need any maps tonight?" No, nah, probably not. And I I buried my head in my hands, and then I said, "You know what? I just can't even do this right." now. Uh, and then I came in. I can't even with I you. Can't, I can't. Can, yeah. I, I said, you're so extra. <laughs> By the way, which, um, which beer did you wind up drinking? I think we killed all yeah. the sound. Oh, yeah. We, we needed to go. We need to we need to make sure we get our sponsorships in, right? Um, I think yeah. I'm going to go back to Total Wine tomorrow. Total I Wine, good... I want you to sponsor me. They have the best beer selection. <laughs> uh, right now, I am drinking the Iron Master Hazy IPA. Is, is that a local thing or is that a chain? It's a chain. Um, I, I don't know how big they are. Just, just be careful. You're you, you're giving multiple pieces of identifiable information. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. This time around, um, right? So it's, it's, it's between my penis size and my uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> my you, you're given a height line. as well, and the fact that you live in one of the largest metro areas in this country. <laughs> That's fair. So, so you're looking for a an urban, roughly six foot tall. Yeah, I was going to say perfectly average height. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, beer drinking, 50-some-odd-year-old Joe Rogan-looking man. <laughs> um, he could be any one of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, no, I will say, whenever I think about... Uh, uh, what I always think about is that uh, the Night's Watch... <laughs> um, article I, i'm trying to find it again uh oh the the thing about getting like a, a systems ad- administrator yeah. who, like you need somebody who can feasibly be called zeus hammer 
<laughs> yeah. it, it's it's like one of the best pieces of writing I've yeah, ever so, read in my so life. So the um, if you're having a hard time with it, the paper was called Log In, Log Out. Yeah, I I had downloaded it at one point and and saved it somewhere so I wouldn't lose it, and then I lost it again as I tend to do. Um, oh, I know what happened. It was when I did a big downloads purge to get rid of a lot of the extra shit I've have gotten. My sound effects library that I've saved on my computer is, is out, outrageous at this point. Um, where do I have those saved? I've got I've got a couple hundred sound effects, some of which are really great, a lot of which are kind of stupid. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, I want to talk about disc-bound notebooks. You know, I think uh, hmm. we were talking about dream sponsors uh, a long time ago, one of the earlier sessions. And I think I had said Rodia. I wanted, like, the, the Rodia, the French paper company, to sponsor us because I like their notebooks. Yeah, that's right. Um, I also said I wanted Rolex to sponsor us, and that fell through. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised they never reached out. Yeah, they never, or, you know, they never I got checked back. the email in a while. Maybe they have. Um, but I, I recently have been a, I'm a real stan now for these disc bound, uh, like binder systems. The ones that it's not like a regular binder that has the three rings. It's these plastic or sometimes metal, um, circle, like these disc things. Um, and you have a different shaped hole punch that looks like a bunch of little mushrooms, uh, and it's just... Are we still talking about your penis length with little mushrooms? No. Um, I'm, I'm not saying these things can't be used together. Just that I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, got it. Uh, but um, I I love these. I love them. Um, and uh, I want, I think, Levenger, the, the legal pad company. I want them to sponsor us now. Yeah, as I recall, you used to be just a big legal pad stand. You just carried legal pads everywhere. Well, so I'm still using legal pads, and I'm putting them in one of these disc-bound notebooks. But what happened was uh, there are several companies that have different disc-bound notebook systems. Staples has one called Arc. I think Office Max has one called Tool. Maybe Tool is somebody else's. They're, and they're they're interchangeable. Like, they all use this. Somehow they they... It's like this cabal of... It's kind of an OPEC-style consortium of office supply stores that came up with a common system of discs. Yeah, um, it's the Office Max cartel. And I... You know, my notebook was getting bigger and bigger, and so I needed I needed bigger discs. And um, the company... There's, like, not many companies that make these big fucking chonker discs that I want. Um, but... Uh, Levenger, this like super high-end legal pad uh, company that it, it, it their paper it feels like construction paper. It's just mm, you know, it's just mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I think that mm. I want to say that uh, the Rook and the Raven does disbound notebook stuff for most of what they do. So you can kind of mix and match what's in your notebook. Yeah, I, I do. don't know. I, I actually have a I'm in heaven right now with with Levenger all the way. Sponsor me, Levenger. I love your free leaf. Multicolored Cornell rule pads, you know. I love your recycled college rule plain line pads. I love your big <laughs> chonker three-inch discs. I want, you, I want you. Uh-oh, the game world is shutting down. You'll be returned to the server uh-huh. homepage. Whoops. <laughs> Let's launch Whoops. that baby back up. <laughs> I'm, I'm Uh-oh, it's on fire, guys. Oh, no. Guys, I need an admin password. Just refresh it. Uh, I'm on it. 
Yeah, are you on the screen that asks for your SSN? Yeah, huh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's just <laughs> for, uh, it's just for verification info. I, I'm just going to make a small, uh-huh. you know, eight cent uh, deposit just to verify that your bank account is correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, also, I, I put too many zeros on that. It's just 8,000. You, you'll be okay. Yeah. Hey, you'll be okay. Now, listen, everybody, before next week, I need you to set up two factor authentication and to verify your dental readiness or. Uh, you're not going to be able to use any cantrips. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's just, yeah, that's the way it's going to go. I'm um, not going to send out any chaser messages on the Discord. You need to input that information into our server, or you're not going to be able to use all your characters' ability. Damn, I knew this was going to become <laughs> pay to win at some point. I, I do have some feedback for Wizards of the Coast. Um, your maps have way too many windows. It takes forever doing the dynamic light. Oh, well... You are, I think you just revealed that we illegally <laughs> the maps over from Roll20. Oh, I didn't. Is that illegal? Did, yeah, I'm not using illegal maps from Roll20. I'm using illegal maps from D&D Beyond. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that should be fine. Yeah, I, mean, uh, yeah I, I will say when we did our last campaign, um, I didn't realize that you could buy the module in Roll20. So I uploaded all of the maps. I had to get uh, Shepard's help because the Mike Schley maps for Tomb of Annihilation have a border and so you, I couldn't get the grid in Roll20 to work uh, or, or the snap to grid stuff because the outside border the decorative thing on, like on the, the outside of the image fucked up the sizing so we had to trim <laughs> the edges off like it was the crust of a sandwich um, and then put it in and then I manually drew the dynamic lighting for every map including these like ridiculous huge cave maps that have all these irregular lines and and then later i found out that you can just buy the module for 15 bucks and all the lighting is built in and it's got handouts and characters and notes and things like that and i never did any dynamic lighting and roll 20 ever fascinating so listeners if you're wondering why you're getting such a rich extended table talk experience this time around it's nerf's fault <laughs> as usual because he's firing up those maps i think hey uh yeah duncan feel free to uh free to join the game okay i'm joining right now uh jack what I, i'm gonna need you to stick around after the session to do uh another recording which is you're gonna do a dramatic reading of uh <laughs> of the night's watch uh, okay <laughs> and we'll post it as a bonus episode are we allowed to do that Oh, so, someone else's yeah, well, why not? content. Yeah, why not? Um, it's like we're monetizing it. Uh, hold on, please. Oh, we we should do inspiration. So I'm I'm gonna give it to Nerf, I think, for <laughs> for casting heroism on the tiger. <laughs> Thought that was pretty funny. That was funny for sure. Uh, I'm gonna give it to uh, Duncan, and it's for his uh, inclusion oh, he can of use it against uh, us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rick Tavio, his appearance. Uh, yeah, that was good. He's like, uh, don't worry, everybody. That that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so funny. I absolutely love that. I I was gonna I was gonna vote for Duncan as well for the whole treasure chest thing in the end. That was hilarious. Yeah, it's a, you almost have it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get this. Well, sounds uh, like Duncan. It sounds has like a it sounds like it's me. I'm I'm honored. Uh, and hashtag blessed. Uh, Nerf, I don't see any maps. 
loaded? Do I have to pull them out of the compendium or? Yeah, what no. the fuck, nerf? Go to what go to scenes. Fuck? Click on Curse of Strahd. Hold on, I, I gotta figure out where scenes is. <clears throat> oh, oh, you know what? I came in, I came in as Duncan and not yeah, as, uh, you, you came in as a player, yeah. not as the. Yeah. Yep. 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 You know what you did. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, we we gotta have a good stinger ending for the uh, for table talk. Oh. Uh, it's it's got to end on something funny, not on us just petering out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fine. I don't know if it's really a stinger, but this is an, a spicy story. Um, so, uh, in December, I got a jury summons. And uh, I was very excited because I've never, never gotten a jury summons before. And for the first time in my adult life, I'm in a position where I could totally do that. They could put me on a, you know, a six-month tr- trial of the century sort of situation, and that would be a-okay. Like I'm, I'm totally down for that. So, uh, the the summons for, was for me to show up at my county circuit court in. Uh, it was going to be in in like late January, and what I was supposed to do after I submitted some initial paperwork, like a, a screening form, was I was supposed to call this number the evening before and then I would find out if my group actually needed to show up because they just give a bunch of people jury summons on a rotation and and all the info comes out of your um, it all comes from the DMV but then they you know they have this big pool and they just stand people down um, if, if they have more than they need well I did some clicking around on the circuit courts website because I wanted to know you know all the logistics behind this um because I really, really didn't want to get disqualified um, or dismissed. Uh, I wanted to, you know, even if it was just for a day, like actually get to be a juror on something. And I had some other questions, like I don't know what you wear to be a juror. Uh, and no, somebody laughed. Boring conversation, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I was really disappointed because when I looked at the website, there was a banner up that said in-person jury trials won't resume until March of 2022, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but then I saw... Some, Hang on, though. What, what, what is that? Oh, I've never heard of COVID-19. It. Um, yeah, so the, the current listeners uh, from the future, you're probably only familiar with like COVID-32 and COVID-45. Um, but before all of those, it was COVID-19, which was mostly over in two weeks after we flattened the curve. Um, but anyway... Uh, so yeah, it, it was a big hoax uh, generated by the. It was generated by a bunch left. of Chinese bats, pangolins. Um, so, in-person jury trials suspended until March. So I was devastated. But then I saw something about um, there was a, there was a like a PowerPoint or a how-to page on um, what you needed to do to be a Zoom juror, um, and I. It, t- it turns out that they are doing trials. They're doing them on Zoom, um, and people are, you know, I, I, I was, I was pumped, and I, th- I thought like, holy shit, I'm gonna get to be part of a Zoom trial. This is sweet. Uh, it's very funny. This is what the framers meant when they said speedy trial is right. a Zoom trial. Right. It, they meant like drive-through trials, and yeah. So I, I was, I was very excited. Then I was crushed when I found out that you would get a particular type of summons if you were going to be a Zoom juror, and I did not get one of those. Um, and I, I guess they're only doing Zoom trials for civil court. 
uh, any anything criminal is uh, that in person. that makes perfect sense to me. That was going to be my, my my thought was like I I would like I would appeal any trial I was in if if this jury was there over Zoom. No, I I mean <laughs> as as would I. And in fact, Nerf and I talked about this. Um, like if uh, if your you know if your kid got killed and they caught the murderer and. Uh, the alleged murderer. The alleged murderer, and you know all of all of this preparation is done to take the alleged killer to trial, and and let justice be done, and then you as as the father of this of this murdered child find out that the trial is going to be done over Zoom. Um, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I would not. I would not be thrilled. Uh, <laughs> It, like you, you like look at the the Zoom picture of one of the jurors, and they're clearly like gaming, right? Uh, like on their other monitor. So here's yeah. the upside to a Zoom jury, though. You you open the door for hilarious hijinks, like that one lawyer who had the cat filter on. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Your right. Honor, I'm uh, I'm not a cat. I'm prepared to move forward with it. <laughs> God, that was so good. That was like a year ago now. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a bummer. Um, I'm now, I'm out of the rotation for a year. But. The best part about that video was how defensive he sounded. Like, he really needed people to know that he wasn't a cat. <laughs> like, I'm not a cat. Guys, guys. <laughs> Jack, this sounds like what you would be doing if you were a lawyer. Yeah. No, I would, I would be you would own it. In, in a cat suit. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> meow, your honor. And then I'd lick myself. Meow, meow, purr. Uh, you guys gotta watch uh, Frederick Knudsen's Down the Rabbit Hole of a uh, Per Cat Cafe. It's really fun. And really, all of the Down the Rabbit Hole. Yeah, they're they're pretty excellent. I said Frederick Knudsen. I was going to ask it, about that. it's. It's got a K. I don't know how it's pronounced. I don't care. It's probably Knudsen. Whatever. Well, uh, if that's if that's started. not a great stinger to end us on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty good. I don't know what is. Uh, oh, and don't forget, um, the podcast does have a message, and it's that message is uh, voter rights. Oh, I thought it was abortion. It's both, is it, what we both. determined last mm. night. It's the right of aborted fetuses to vote. Nice. It's a crossover message. Mm-hmm. Is that like a, do they get a full vote, or is it like a <laughs> kind of deal? Uh, well, that, uh, oh never my. mind. <laughs> I was about to say something, uh, <laughs> let's kill it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>